Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 The Yakuza Kick Radio. This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio, Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night, this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn and have this muted. You should be listening to it, Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on this cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you got me. Now look at that guy. You want me? Fuck that. Black D. Bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. My dog is so bad with the cats as far as food aggression, toy aggression. Just overall, just does not like the cats. So much so that I've decided her breed is a cocksucker spaniel. What's going on, guys? Uh, look, you know, late in the week, the uh, fucking Saturday, man. I uh, had planned on doing it this day and that day, and then, uh, you know, I just kept putting it off and putting it off. So here I am anyway. Um, oh, couple things. Um Shit, I'm on Twitter now. Uh, I was on Twitter before, but I never fucked with Twitter. I um just just decided this past week to actually give it a go. Um, yeah, obviously there's the Yakuza Kick Radio Twitter, and there's also now uh, I'm put on quote active on Twitter, and uh, that's uh, J Cat Morris. So hit me up on Twitter or whatever. Whatever the fuck goes out there, I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, you know, little by little, getting the hang of it. I just uh, told Kathy Griffin to uh, <laughs> just she uh, posted something, some kind of fucking video saying that she was uh, on In Between Two Ferns, which is uh, I think the Zach Galifianakis deal. And uh, 
I told her she looks like she's in between two strokes. Uh, so I guess I'm, I'm off and running on the being a dick on Twitter uh, situation. So did that. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, hit me up on there. Do whatever, uh, you know. Shoot me some uh, suggestions on uh, your hilarious Twitters to uh, follow or or look at, whatever. Um, so yeah, Rich Swan was on Raw this week. That was fucking awesome. Um, you know, seeing that dude, he's another one of these guys that you know saw month in and month out and saw how tremendously entertaining he was. And uh, you know, to see him on Raw is fucking awesome. You know, he's in the four way with um. Cedric Alexander and uh, I don't Grand Metallic I think is the uh, the Mexican dude's name and um, Brian Kendrick and Brian Kendrick came out so he's gonna uh, he's gonna be up against TJP on Sunday for the uh, the new cruiserweight title that's awesome I I think I I don't think I'm the only person to come up with this but um I I think Swan's gonna be in uh, the new day by WrestleMania. I think he's a perfect fit. He, you know, all the dancing around and fucking. Yeah, I, I think he's uh he's perfect for that. So yeah, it was really cool to see. I haven't watched Raw in fucking months, and I specifically tuned in and skimmed through on my DVR to to find what they did with the cruiserweight stuff because uh it's you know it's it's really exciting. They're gonna really you know push the envelope with this and these guys you know they do a different style out there. You know, and it's something refreshing to the WWE, especially, you know, with them used to have a cruiserweight title and then they dropped it and, or whatever, light heavyweight. I forget what the hell they called it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's – was it the cruiserweight belt? I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it's good to see that whole deal back. And, uh, you know, I, I think this is going to lead to a lot more indie guys getting signed too. Um, which I guess is good for those guys and, you know, not as good for the indies. But, you know, these guys deserve a, a larger stage. I'm not one of these guys that's like, oh, boo, the indies are fucked. Like, eh. I mean, the indies always survived as far as more talent coming along. I mean, the, the amount of ta- talent that's out there is fucking endless. And these guys really deserve a bigger stage. Uh, guys like Rich Swan should have been on TV a long time ago. Ooha Nation. Like, guys like that. Um, obviously, he's no cruiserweight, but I'm just saying, general Jesus. Um, so anyway, um, Jersey All Pro on Bayonne, man. This is coming up quick, fucking a week from tonight. W and Bayonne, you got Homicide and Joker versus the Hit Squad. I mean, that that shit right there is fucking bananas. Teddy Hart's gonna be in the building. Um, you know, a whole bunch of shit they got lined up. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna be shooting ringside. Um, it's gonna be fucking awesome. So um, yeah, I'll I'll do some more talk about that on next week's show because that'll be you know the Wednesday before. And um, yeah, I'll talk up the whole card and you know get everybody up to speed on everything that's going on on that. Um, it, it's gonna be really big. Um, football real quick. Um, the um. The, the Niners lost to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you know, it's the NFC champions. I mean, I, I can't be too mad about it. We put up 27 points against them. We forced four turner, turnovers. And, um, you know, what, what can I say? I mean, you know, we took a loss. We had some definite weaknesses in there. But 
we had it close. We had it right within our grasp a few times in that game, and, you know, the, the better team won. So um, I think we go up against the Seahawks in Seattle this, this Sunday, and I think we're the better team by far. I mean, Seattle uh, didn't put up a lot of points against the Miami Dolphins in their win, I think like 13 points in a win against the Dolphins, and then um, lost to the fucking uh, the, the Rams. Which is crazy. I mean, we beat the Rams twenty-eight nothing in the opening week, and they just lost nine-three. Scored three fucking points against the Rams. So I'm feeling really good going into the uh, Seattle Seahawks rivalry game. And I put a, a bet with uh, Kimberly, and the loser, the loser's team. Well, not the loser's team. The loser is going to run five miles following that game on Sunday. So, tomorrow night, either me, if my Niners lose, or Kimberly, if her Seahawks lose, is running five miles. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and and I hope Kim enjoys her run. Um, she's very nice, and uh, I appreciate her taking me up on the bet. And like I said, I, I hope her run goes well. So, um. That, that's pretty much what I got there. As far as the uh, the football pool thing, Nina's still in the lead. I believe she had eight wins, nine wins. And um, Crystal's right behind her, <laughs> you know. Um, the six-year-old is uh, is on fire. So, you know, I'm, I'm still uh, hanging around in third. And, um, yeah, so what can you say? They uh, – they're they're definitely beating me right now, so we'll see if that uh you know picks up. But um, what else is going on? Um, what the fuck? Where the fuck is John Zandig? Where did John Zandig go? I mean, the, the dude is is just completely MIA. He didn't show up for the match with uh, Tremont for GCW. Um, he he did like a quick apology type thing on Facebook, which was like a little bit, but not a whole lot of anything. He's done absolutely no promotion for the Acid Cup, which is supposed to be a big deal, you know. Um, and he's supposed to be a big part of it. Uh, CZW, you know, he was supposed to be a big part of that. And you know, look, he could be hurt and all of that stuff, like he said with the um. You know, with the Tremont deal, and he didn't show up for that because his fucking back is broken and all this shit. And all, all that's terrible, man. But the bottom line is he had, like, a speaking role for CZW. Now, I mean, of course you would expect Zandig to get in the ring at some point in CZW. But in the meantime, he was a guy who was going to be an ambassador. Ambassador, like fucking Reggie. Um, and, you know, he was going to come out there and, and fucking lay the law once again. Prepare for war. And uh, what happens? No more John Zandig. After one show, he posted, yeah, he didn't really like the way the show went, but that was that. And then no more advertisement for John Zandig. No more talk about him. He's gone. No one mentions anything. And then then that's it. On Facebook, he's gone. Like, you don't see any posts, any anything by Zandig. If you go on his page right now, he's got, like, straight-up porn on there. He's got, like, there's, like, six broads with their tits out, like, on on a on a porn video and then uh like another three four like porn videos on there like straight up like where you could tell like he's not active on there at all because people are just posting wild shit on his page 
And uh, yeah, like he's he's pretty much MIA as far as the uh, the Facebook goes, which isn't it isn't crazy because John Zandig is a guy who was never down with the fucking internet. Yeah, you know I mean, and all of a sudden he showed up on here, and half the people thought it was fake because John's not into the internet. What the fuck is he doing here? What's up? You know. So it was kind of wild to begin with that he was all over to Facebook, but bam, just like that disappeared. And um, I don't think that's as bizarre as I do his affiliation with companies and sudden disappearance from them where, um, according to what I've heard, um, like they haven't gotten calls back. Like people have put in phone calls and, and gotten no response. So that that's kind of strange to me. Uh, you know, I hope everything's all right with the dude. I, you know, I really think the the comeback from the start was handled terribly. I think the roof bump was a terrible idea. And you know, you you could be you know John Zandig, fucking super tough, ultra violent guy, and go, I'll do it again. This is what I'm all about. CZ, fucking, you know, or, or you know, ultra violence the way I fucking do it. But look, man, like. You could have went out there and fucking tore it up with Joey and had a great fucking crazy-ass match in that ring and and not broke your fucking back. And, I mean, it's easy to say, well, you never know what's going to happen. But, yeah, I, I think the fucking stakes go up quite a bit when you leap off a fucking roof in, into burning shit with glass and barbed wire and fucking... It's just the whole deal. That, like, that hype bump coming off of a fucking... You know, a retirement. I mean, the dude was completely out of the ring, and this first match back, he's going to leap off a goddamn roof. It's just a terrible idea, man. He's 45 years old, leaping off a fucking roof. And, you know, in all honesty, it led to us not getting any more John Zandig, which, which, you know, obviously is is not what we were looking for. And I don't blame the fucking guy for being out for the for the sake of what happened now. For for you know, fuck man, what he went through, he's not able to go. I'm not like, hey, suck it up. I, fuck man, I I understand completely, but I would fucking I would hope that that shit wouldn't have happened to begin with because it, it was a high high risk move. Took Joey out for months, and as far as Andy goes, it, it looks like he's fading back out. We're not going to see fucking Zandig anymore. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on with this fucking acid cup. You know, they're they're staking a lot. And here's the thing with GCW, too. Um, I, um, fuck, I'm going to have to, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll talk about GCW after the break because uh, I forgot to pull up something else that uh, I got I to gotta mention GCW-related. So, um, let me see. What else do I got? Oh, look. I got to shout out my dudes over there at the Hot Tag Podcast. And now this gets confusing because there's a lot of Hot Tag Podcasts out there. Now, everybody who knows the Hot Tag Podcast that I've been on and I've talked about, that is um, Shaheen and the Boxman. You know, that's, that's the Hot Tag Podcast. Well, now there's another podcast. That's called a hot tag. Now this isn't this isn't Shaheen. This is Raheem and a box fan. Now people might well, what is that? You know, who are these people? Well, it's it's a guy named Raheem, and he does pretty much a solo show, but he's got a box fan. So in the background, you just kind of hear like ooh, like background noise, and that's Raheem and the box fan. And now initially, he went by Radio Raheem. 
but then he started to catch heat because that was already in use. You know what I mean? So he had to change to something, and I guess he landed on the Hot Tag Podcast. But make no mistake, Raheem in the box fan can never take the place of Shaheen in the box man doing anything over there on a Hot Tag Podcast. So check them out. Um, speaking of, next week on Wednesday, my uh, my guest co-host, on the show will be none other than Shaheen from the uh, the Hot Tag Podcast, the original, except no imitations, Hot Tag Podcast. And then I believe they'll be doing their their regular show. I think they're bumping it to Saturday, so so that way uh, Shaheen could do my show. So kind of crazy, but um, you know some some cooperative stuff going on there. And um. Come to think of it, I don't know how the fuck they're going to do it Saturday because next Saturday is the Jersey All-Pro show. So who, who knows? But keep an eye out. Like I said, you can definitely check out me and Shaheen here next Wednesday doing the thing. Um, you know, there's a thing that, that's been consistently done uh, lately with this this whole, especially the um, – not standing for the national anthem thing. There's people who are so offended, so fucking, oh, get the fuck out of our country, and this and that, and my anthem, and this and that. But these are the same people who blatantly just slander the president, call him an asshole, a piece of shit, or this or that. Like, these people are just blatantly calling the president, like, whatever the fuck they want. Like, they're just using any name under the sun, and just throwing it at the president, making memes and and this and that, and just calling them all sorts of shit. Now, if you really think that slandering the president is patriotic, you're out of your fucking mind. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're a hypocrite. You're dead wrong. It's completely unpatriotic to fucking slander the president. You could obviously disagree with the president. You could disagree with the politics. You could disagree with the government. But to blatantly slander the president like he's some piece of shit on the street is not patriotic. It's just not. And, I mean, you could choose to take that route, but you can't play the other side of the fence and now say that the national anthem is so sacred to you that everyone should act a certain way during it. You, you, can't, you can't figure out which one of those things you want to do. You just can't. That's, you know, that's, that's that shit right there. You really can't play both sides of the fence, and and that's happening on such a regular basis. This is the thing too, you know. Same thing, fucking, uh, you know. Oh, don't you know our national anthem? This is our country. This and that. Our country's the greatest. Da 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 da. And then turn around and say, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah. Don't disrespect our flag. Don't disrespect our troops. Go Trump. But Trump fucking got out there. And straight up said that John McCain's not a hero because he got caught. He don't fuck with people that got caught. I mean, come on, man. That's the biggest disrespect to a troops to the troops that I've ever heard. This shit sounds fucking comical. This shit sounds like a straight up comedy bit. Like every time I hear that, I laugh because it's like something that like a comedy would uh, a comedian would say just to be like way over the top. But it's some dude being actually serious. So if you have any kind of ties to, like, don't you disrespect our troops by not standing this and that, and you're pro-Trump, you're a fucking hypocrite and possibly mildly retarded. Um, so that that's just my opinion. Um, 
So, look, yeah, I'm going to take a break because I got some something I got to look up. And I also want to talk about this song that I'm about to play on the uh, on the break here. Let me find it. God damn it. Uh, all right. I haven't found it yet, clearly. There it is. All right, check it out. Gotta die though, in New York, quiet studios, getting high though Off that sour diesel and that hydro, this nigga take a L, every time he go viral Welcome to the West, and this ain't the life of Pablo Stay on that bullshit, it's gon' start to feel like Chicago Keep it 100, you Nicki Minaj side show Still chasing dreams, I made dreams in 05 though Riding round, 10 Cam Newton's in the Tahoe And when we touch down, everybody catch a spiral Dressed in all black like the Panthers We sing your sway freestyle O'Malley ain't the answer You ain't got the answers, man You ain't got the answers I, You ain't got the answers You ain't got the answers, Sway I've been doing this more than you Niggas ain't got the answer for me You should've went and got AI left beans at rehab Yeah Take beans back to rehab on Instagram Looking like a motherfucking beanbag Flying through Philly on them walkie sticks Fuck ass nigga, I beat you with a hockey stick the nigga whole gave you the game, you ain't soaking. You were supposed to throw up the rock, not smoke it. Talking, you gon' be in L.A. in three hours. It's a five-hour flight. Put this bum in the shower. Pussy, I'm not a rookie. Aki, don't push me, scrap. Ninja Turtles, niggas running with a rat. Now top, tell them how you coppin', please, on the jack. Fuck running in the game, you gon' be running in the whack. You jump Quinn Miller, and now you don't scrap. It was time to go at Drizzy, and now you don't rap. Ask your bitch, she know our bees in a trap. You gotta move out of LA. I'll put some bees on your back. And Barbie, keep a thumb in your butt. Oh. That Ken doll love getting fucked. Oh. Hide behind your niggas, you ain't got the guts. Riding dirt bikes with your ass on some nuts. Now you can pop a willy to that. I went from B more to New York to Philly and back. It's a lot of cheese at stake, this nigga really a rat I fuck with Philly, but this nigga make y'all city look whack And that's on Pyro, yeah I put the P on that hat You get hit with the eagle, roll a Philly to that Now tell the world how you got your bitch You FaceTime Nicky, watch Safari was fucking a chick You ain't shit, but a rat to me, a snake that don't rattle me Little homie won't scrap with me, time to body his faculty I'm in traffic, be bumping this old Cassidy Misha's another casualty, fucking with me a tragedy the louder you scream, the whacker the verse. I put that dick chaser logo on the back of your hearse. They say the meat shall inherit the earth. So I went and dug your ass up, cause Drizzy buried you first. Oh. And why you trying to pick a Wale? Oh. You told me that you don't fuck with Rose. Oh. And why G can't give you a pass? I add 20 to your 40s, put the 60s on your ass. And don't try to wind to the drapes. Oh. You not the Rams, don't come back to LA. Oh. Around and catch an Uber to slate. I'm a drama king and a street sweeper with a cake. Nigga, this is Tupac mixed with the old Guwap. 15 years, 30 mil, nigga, who flop? One good song, but you ain't got a classic yet. Bought your first album, ain't took it out the plastic yet. Moved from Philly to LA and think he fresh prince. Sean Kingston got robbed and now you niggas best friends. 
fat, sloppy, twinkie, eating ass, nigga. You ain't got no pass, nigga. I'ma beat your ass, nigga. Jelly bean smuggling. Fuck ass, nigga. I'll get some clippers and cut your mama mustache, nigga. Fuck your sister while you watch, cause she kinda thick. And make that bitch take a knee like Colin Kaepernick. Now back to Squeak Miller. Mickey Mouse, you gon' fuck around, get tied up inside Mickey House. I got essays on both my posted like cousins. Waiting for the word to pump it up like Joe Button. Thou shalt not fuck with Chuck Ponzi stuck. Fold you up in boxes on mine tucks. Louis Sweat, armor tuck. Night, night, use that pillow like a silent suck. From dawn to dusk, get at me. You niggas gon' see me in gloves or see me in clubs with summer 16 in the snub. Lying on the internet like you ain't talking to 12. Got the cops at my door like they dropping off mail. And I've seen that fake paperwork on double XL. Rat niggas chew through walls and leave you in sales. Before you see me in jail, you'll see me in hell. You ain't got the whole Philly, it's just me by myself. I could've went and got Kendrick. When got Snoop, when got Nipsey, J-Rock, Schoolboy Q, could've went and got E-40, brought Ice Cube back, and had Dr. Dre screaming, Meek Miller's a rat, it's a rat, red khakis, red Cincinnati, I'ma see you in the streets, don't at me, you like a boat with a hole, you can't sail, Meek Mill, me and Drake gave you them two L's. When these rats start snitching, break them all. When these rats start snitching, break them all. Pussy nigga, I don't. I got on gold headphones, gold chain, gold on my wrist. If you ain't getting money, Boy, you lame. <laughs> hey, what's, what you laughing at, man? You need to put your man on. He look bad. Tell that nigga to hit you with an ounce or something or something. You rat back, 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 back. All right. So apparently Meek Mill got into it with the game. Now, the bottom line is to me, Meek Mill can't fucking battle nobody no more. He's not allowed to battle anybody anymore. Like... I don't fuck with like this whole this whole new rapper bullshit. Like I don't, I, I can't fuck with him. Drake's a fag, man. Like straight up. So when everybody came out and and oh Drake, Drake smoked fucking Meek Mill. That means Meek Mill doesn't get to battle anybody anymore. He doesn't get to show up. See the thing is, is you can't not make the playoffs and show up to the Super Bowl with your fucking jersey on. And that's what Meek Mill's doing. Meek Mill's trying to act like he didn't get smacked around by a fag all over the radio and the Twitter and wherever the fuck else battles go on these days. So he doesn't get to just battle motherfuckers. Now, fucking game just annihilated that dude. Just straight up annihilated that dude. There's nothing Meek Mill can fucking say. Now, some people like his little response. I think it's corny as fuck. See, the thing is, is you listen to Game's fucking lyrics, and you listen to what he put down there, even on the track that he did before that, this was like the, the you know, the kill track, the the one before, you know, he was being nicer about it, and he said, uh, the one line he said, um, and I've been one to give Nikki this pool stick, so why don't you touch your, tell your vibrant thing, come fuck with Q-Tip, you know what I mean, like, like a line like that. That takes fucking, that takes the wit, that takes 
you know, being a clever rapper and shit. The only fucking thing that Meek Mill did was he got on the track and just kept yelling, you was a stripper, you was a stripper, you was a stripper. And then he started, like, doing them peacock noises and shit, which I have always thought was corny as fuck. If you're a rapper and you get on the track and start making bird noises and shit, you're whack, man. You're corny as fuck. I, you know, back in the day when Jada Kiss started doing that, ah, 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 like that peacock noise, I, I was like, what the fuck is going on with this dude? You know, I, I like Jada Kiss, but th- the peacock noises was always fucking crazy, man. I, I Like, I work around peacocks, and I don't think any one of them is gangster, you know what I mean? So when motherfuckers get on the track, and next thing you know, they start ah, 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 in the background, like that shit is whack as fuck, man. Get out of here with that. That shit doesn't fly. <laughs> no, no pun intended. That shit don't fly with your bird noises. And the, you know that's what he's doing. That shit just kept yelling, "You're a stripper! You're a stripper!" And, and, and then like the other thing, like even during it, he pulled out the fucking Kane and Harold at the light menace to society reference. Dude, not only has that same fucking line been used like a hundred times in fucking rhymes before. Game has used that shit in fucking rhymes before. This shit is not original. There's nothing original. It was all generic bullshit with peacock noises. That's what the fuck Meek Mill did. Showed up to the Super Bowl with his jersey on when he didn't make the fucking playoffs. That's what the fuck he's doing right now. He doesn't get to fucking play. He doesn't get to fucking play. And and like I said, you go play with little fag-ass Drake. And cats like that, because when it comes to game, game's gonna fucking throw a straight up diss track, old school fucking hard knock fucking diss track at you, with lyrics that, you know, has some fucking thought put into it, and, and some clever fucking shit that he's gonna throw at you, he told you he, he's gonna shave your mama's mustache off, what kind of wild shit is that, son, like, nothing Meek Mill said is gonna fucking combat the fucking... The track that, that he just put down. It's not. Come on, man. Stop with this bullshit. Meek Mill doesn't get to keep just battling people, man. And, and to be real, fucking Cassidy ate him alive, too. But because Cassidy kind of jumps in, uh, you know, in and out of the game, he, you know, he doesn't get the same recognition. He doesn't get the same notice or whatever. Maybe he wasn't as Twitter heavy or whatever the fuck case was. But he smacked the shit out of him, too. Meekville doesn't get to keep going around battling motherfuckers, man. He just doesn't. He's a fucking clown. You can't do it no more. Stop it. And everybody stop with the who won bullshit. You gotta be kidding me with this shit. It's fucking crazy, man. Speaking of fucking crazy, GCW. Now, they ran a show on um, Sunday. You know, football fucking Sunday. And they got 100 fans in the building, which outdid their previous show where they false advertised to people who they knew wouldn't be there. Uh, well, then they didn't know the day of the show, supposedly. And um, Dickinson, they didn't know at least the day before. But still announced both guys and only drew 80 people. So between two shows combined, their last two shows, or their last two deathmatch shows, because I know they run a lot of other little shows or whatever, but um, not that these are big shows. Um, their two last deathmatch shows, they've they've brought in a combined 180 people. All right, so 
if you think if anybody's enjoying this and thinks that it's going to be around a really long time, you're you're fucking sadly mistaken. They don't have TNA money to just continue to to fail and fail and fail. This shit is going down fast, real fast. Um, and you know, I don't I don't like the promoters. I I just don't. I I don't think they're good people. And you know, I I love the talent. I love the venue, but the 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 shit is run ridiculously. Um, you know, any any promotion that openly encourages you to film and post their shows, like you could sit there, you know, get get a get some good fucking um, you know, storage space on your phone. Maybe you know, you get one of them phones with a big ass storage space on it, and you could film the entire fucking show and post it online, and and they're down with that. Like they encourage that type of shit. Or just, you know, record each match and then delete it after you post it type deal. Do that. They encourage, post it, hashtag us, fucking. And you could you could just watch the whole show for free through some dude's fucking cell phone. And they encourage that. These are people that aren't good businessmen. They're fucking dumb. They're, they're really fucking dumb. So, um, anyway, um, I, I watched the whole Nate Hatred match. Uh, I didn't, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I was following the wrong person's, uh, you know, feeds, but I happened to catch the Nate Hatred match as somebody, I guess, was bored enough to hold their phone up through the whole match, and uh, it's ridiculous, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. First off, Jimmy Lloyd was Nate Hatred's opponent, who is like a Dojo Wars kid, and I didn't... I didn't know that he's doing death matches or anything remotely close to death matches, but he comes out, I guess, with Rodney Rush and Sabrina, who are both from Indiana or Kentucky or, you know, out that way, mid-south area or whatever. So drove like 12 to 14 hours to manage a jobber where – Pretty much nobody out there knows who the fuck they are anyway. So that that whole shit is bananas to begin with. Now the other thing is is like Nate Nate has had Nate has always worked kind of rough, stiff, whatever you want to call it. Nate's been out of the game for a while, and now he's back. And every time I hear fans talk about the meeting him after the show or seeing him at a diner after the show or any of that. All I hear is that the dude is so beyond intoxicated or wasted that it's like clearly, clearly some shit is going on with this dude. So now you get this guy that's been out of the business for a while, always worked fucking real, real uh, dangerous, I guess you'd say, and uh, have him come in and then just start fucking mauling people. And, and and not you know, not of any uh sober um, mind state. I mean the dude is you know not doing well as far as I'm concerned. Um, so he comes out there and and look, Devin Moore job to like fucking two moves on the last show. He just fucking killed Devin Moore with like two moves. Devin Moore pretty much dies his his shit. And then that's it. 
this Jimmy Lloyd kid gets fucking killed, but has like more or less a competitive match where he gets like offense in and Nate sells for it. And then fucking, you know, Nate gets the fucking win killing a kid or whatever, but a million times more offense, a million times more offense than Devin fucking Moore gets. It's just garbage. It's absolute garbage. I don't know what the fuck this company's doing. I don't know what direction they're looking to go in. I, I, don't, I don't know what their plan is, long-term, short-term, any fucking thing. But, you know, they're booking these shows on fucking Sundays, which I know, like, the venue, and, and again, I love the venue, um, but they book, like, music acts and shit. So, like, Saturday nights, they're booked with bands and all sorts of different shit. And um, I know they can only get, like, Sundays or whatever, but Sunday during football season is retarded. Like, you might as well not run. And then the other one they ran was Sunday during SummerSlam, where SummerSlam was in, like, New York or Philly or some shit. Uh, I think it was New York. And, you know, or, or North Jersey or some shit. So, in order to go to SummerSlam, you wouldn't be able to hit that. So it wasn't like you're going to capitalize off the SummerSlam crowd and get people to your show. You would only get people that weren't going to SummerSlam because even going from the place to my house, which is only 45 minutes away, I missed the first couple of matches of SummerSlam. Like, I don't give a fuck. But now, now let's translate that to everybody else who does give a fuck you're not just going to sell people extra wrestling for your SummerSlam weekend. You're beating them out of seeing SummerSlam in order to see a false advertised fucking John Zandig Tremont match, which didn't happen. Or card subject to change, call whatever the fuck you want. Um, so again, John Zandig's gone. No, no mention him, no anything like this. So, all right. This bloodlust show main evented by Matt Tremont, Versus Homeless Jimmy. Now, um, I get a fucking message the other day from Homeless Jimmy. And this this was Wednesday night. He sends me a private message that says this. And look, you know, Jimmy has always been a nice dude as far as I know, you know, on Facebook and stuff. He always seems like a nice dude. But I've, I've never met Jimmy I've never seen him wrestle live. I don't think. I don't think so. Unless they brought him in another time in CZW that I don't remember that just didn't stick out to me. Maybe. Maybe in the arena they brought him in once. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. But um, the 2000, 2002 Tournament of Death, I think that was the 2 I don't know. The Tournament of Death 1, I didn't go to. I, I went to tournament at two and on pretty much. Um, so I didn't see the, the bump that, I mean, Jimmy's pretty much famous for a bump that happened 15 years ago in, um, in CZW. Um, now he was known, you know, a lot more for his XPW work too, but like I was never a fan of XPW. So none of that ever mattered to me at all. Um, now look again, you know, he, he's always seemed like a nice guy. Um, but this is the message I got from him and I've never had a conversation with him, like a private message conversation or anything. He's never been on this show. There's really not like a, a big, deep connection with this dude. Like, and you know, there's people I converse with that are wrestlers and stuff like that. 
and I don't just go like, you know, telling the world exactly what they said to me or anything like that, because, you know, what's private is private and that's fine. But like, if I don't know you for shit and you send me this type of crazy ass message, man, like, I don't, I don't know you to, to, this shit is just bizarre. So anyway, here, without further ado, this is exactly what he sent to me. I was sad to see you didn't make it to the GCW show last Sunday. I came all the way from California and wrestled against Matt Tremont. I was looking forward to seeing you and some others that didn't show up. Dot, 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 dot. All caps, sad. Dude, I don't, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this dude's life. I mean, that is a clear indication that he looked around at that crowd and went, fuck. Because there's a hundred fucking people here. They they flew him out from fucking California. And fuck, you look around and there's a hundred fucking people. For it to resonate and, you know, three, four days later, you to be private messaging people like myself that you never fucking met. And honestly, if you listen to any of my shit or, or read any of my ramblings about GCW and my thoughts about this and that, you wouldn't think for one second that I would show up. So to, you know, later in the week go like, oh, I'm really sad that J-Cat didn't show up. You would, you would fucking already know that I wasn't going to show up if you knew anything about me. So again, like, you know, I don't, I don't think that, that he's a dick or anything, but the same token, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these people. I've never got some fucking message like that before. And it's one thing if like, you know, I'm, I'm in constant contact with motherfuckers and I'm telling you, yeah, man, I'm going to see you Saturday. I'm going to see you Saturday. Fucking yeah. I can't wait to see you Saturday. And then I don't show up. And it's like, dude, I thought you were going to be there. I can get that. But I never even fucking hinted that I might be going on fucking uh, Sunday. I should say Sunday. Uh, there was no possible chance that I was going Sunday. Like not a chance in hell that I'm attending a fucking GCW show again. Like, I, I have no interest in going to UCW ever again in my life. I mean, it just it it's just bizarre. It's completely bizarre. And I, like I said, if you guys, if anyone out there thinks that this fucking GCW uh, experiment is going to be long-lived, you're fucking sadly mistaken. Because I have no knowledge of inner workings as far as, you know, what exact money he's making or what exactly. But... I know Ricky O's the fucking financial backer, and he's not fucking happy. And I know every show, these fucking guys are not happy. Danny DeMano's walking around. You could hear him talking to fucking vendors, you know, the, the, the fucking vendors or the building owners. And, yeah, yeah. Or, like, I know when I was there, he was talking to somebody, and he's going, I'm, I, I don't know, man. Like, our, our main our main draw is in here. Uh, you know, that's where that's where the crowd is, you know. No, that's not where the crowd is because our main draw is in here was still advertised until motherfuckers were in the building and you were still and you were still announcing on the mic tonight Matt Tremont will face his date with destiny. You knew fucking Zandig wasn't there and still with people in the building you still weren't fucking telling them until fucking Tremont came out to the ring to fucking tell the fans because you had to find the best possible person to break the fucking news to the fucking 80 people that you actually drew while advertising the fucking guy who wasn't there. So you could explain to whoever your fucking money backer is, or you could explain to whoever that John Zandig wasn't there. 
but you advertised them until motherfuckers were sitting in your building and you drew 80 people advertising him. So it's not the fact that John Zandig didn't show up whatsoever. Unless John Zandig placed a bunch of private fucking phone calls before he called you or didn't call you and told everybody don't show up because I won't be there. You can't blame John Zandig because as far as all the fucking fans knew, he was fucking there. So you drew 80 fucking people announcing John Zandig. You drew 80 people announcing Chris Dickinson. And then neither one of those fucking guys were there, and it just beat the fucking 80 people, your 80 fucking loyal fans. So that that's what the fuck that was right there. And then you follow that with a big fucking epic fucking 100 people. So now, now you've announced your return. And I, I think it's December 17th or something, which happens to be a Saturday. So good job, guys. You're able to get a fucking Saturday. But I think that's probably going to be like a week apart from Cage of Death. So you may or may not be able to draw people, you know, a week apart from another big show like that. And then um, you could hope Saturdays will help you. I would imagine Saturdays will help you. But in the same token, your promotion's fucking horrible as far as um, your advertisement and just, just promoting the events. You're really not good at it at all. Um, you guys have been, you know, dropping the names and everything for the acid fest, but, like, I don't see anybody making rounds and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't want any parts of it or, or any of that for the podcast side of things, but I'm not seeing, like, a lot of shit popping up. Like, this and this, talking about the acid fest, talking about the acid fest, or the cup, or, you know. I, I see nothing going on. You guys occasionally post like a picture that's like, oh, he's in he's in the acid cup now. Uh, here's another picture. He's in the acid cup now. But I'm not seeing like fucking a whole lot of actual promotion or hype or anything that's really leading up or or, or anything. It, it's trickling out little tiny bits at a time. And then from what I hear, the fucking the arena rent is like four grand. So for you guys to cover that in an entire fucking locker room with what you've been drawing, I mean, you could hope fucking Trent Acid's name brings people in without you guys really doing shit for promotion, but I got a bad feeling about this one too. And it's a fucking shame because of whose name is on it. Um, beyond that, man, I, I don't give a fuck what happens to GCW. Again, it, it sucks because the talent is good, the venue's good, um, a lot of the product is going to wind up good, but it, it's it's going to be like all for nothing. You know, I, I mean, it'll be all right for the 100 people, the 80 people, whatever, but you're not going to make your fucking DVD sales because you're encouraging people to tape your shows. So they're not just going to buy some other guy's recording when they could have got it for fucking free. If you think, you know, I'd love to know you know, from someone who's not going to fucking lie about it, how many DVDs, one of the biggest bumps in the past fucking 10 years has actually sold. Joey Janela and fucking John Zandig coming off the roof. I'd love to know how many fucking DVDs that sold legitimately, not like someone saying a big fucking number because they don't want to sound like an asshole. Because that bump has been seen everywhere from 12 fucking angles before the DVD came out. And I guarantee we heard sales. They somehow, under their genius business plan, decided there's no way it's going to hurt sales because people will buy the DVD for other reasons besides the biggest bump on the fucking entire show. 
it's just it's bananas and like to to have that that mindset fuck man they're gonna fail and it couldn't happen to nicer people honestly but uh again i don't i don't I don't wish their demise, but I don't give a fuck if it happens because, uh, you know, it's a shame. Other people should be running these type of shows. Um, I got to tell you, fucking CZW looks like they're on fucking fire right now. Absolute fire. The last show was fucking amazing, and their booking on this upcoming show is fucking amazing. So... Yeah, I, I you know, I don't I don't know what's going on with that, but um you know, it is what it is. Uh that that that's a bizarre fucking message I got. Um so yeah, that that's pretty much all I got, I think. Um I wanted to do this uh show, at least get one in this week and um I got to I got to hop off here and place the fucking uh Star Wars Battlefront, man. It's a uh, double XP weekend. I haven't played this shit in probably a month or two. And I'm um, the worst at playing fucking video games these days, but um, yeah, it's a uh, double XP weekend, and I think the uh, the Death Star download went up there. I hope that there's more than the the flying mode, because I don't fuck with the flying mode. But um, the shit, it, it, I'm not good at flying games, so I'm gonna jump on here and fucking uh try to get my experience up. Maybe uh, maybe I can get one of those ill fucking costumes and shit soon because i think you get to like level or 40 or 50 and you can use like the black stormtrooper or um some other motherfuckers you know um the game is dope as fuck and uh like i said double xp weekend hopefully i can boost myself up because when it's just a normal xp i don't i don't get very far and i don't play it often so uh that that's more or less what i'm looking to do put in some motherfucking work on that shit and um yeah, man. Tomorrow night, you will, uh, you will know. You'll see. I'm sure some form of update on, on a run going down. Either me or Kimberly putting in that five miles, following the Seahawks Niners game. And uh, man, it's gonna be good. I, I'm I'm so fucking excited for that shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. Good fucking times. Um. So, yeah, I think that's about all I got. Check out Sports Den. Uh, you know, they'll be on next Wednesday again. Uh, check out Alex Mahoney doing that fucking art over there, as always. Um, like I said, check me out on Wednesday. Me, Shaheen, we'll be doing a thing over here. No Beckham. And, uh, yeah, let me see. Let me find this fucking outro. All right. Where the fuck is it? There we go. Um, all right, man. Uh, that That's pretty much all I got. Quick little show. Um, probably forgot shit, but who knows? Who gives a fuck? All right, peace. I love all of y'all and uh, shit. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You've been in the gym, bro. You know why? DJ Hyde, fuck you. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. I'll listen to your to your podcast and I'll find everything out. You know what I mean? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say that's the bad guy. So what I make you 
good. Black Jesus tell me, tells me all the time to listen to what you got to say because you be blazing people. And I'm like, well, I got to hear it now. <laughs> you just know how to hide. Me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell a truth. Even when I lie. The Cusa Kid Radio. Jesus! A sacred night to the bad guy. I'm gonna tell you something, sell the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no food. 